Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back in, you guys. NRL Fantasy Analysis here. In here for our Sunday wrap, our Warriors and our Cowboys and the Tigers and the Dragons game. And a tough, tough game for our Cowboys. Uh, obviously a nice comeback, but all the damage was done in that first half, but but not so tough from a fantasy perspective with Toe Harris and RTS in my squad when both of them get it, being the top scorers in this game. So well done to anyone who owns those guys and, and really helped you out if, you, if you're someone that had, had RTS and, and you know, over someone like Tedesco or something like that who didn't get to play. So Tohu was 69 and a couple of tackle, tackle busts and a couple of offloads to go with his you know, 57 in, in base stats was really cool and a couple of line break assists there. So... Awesome work for him, only one demerit with with an error there. So yeah, what can we say about Tohu? He's he only misses one game over the you know the rest of the season, pending injury and and as a dual position, eight hundred and fifteen k. You kind of just need him in your squad, I think. Some people might wait until round fourteen now, and I think if you don't have him at this stage, it, that might that might be the smartest option and and get him in ready to go for for round seventeen to buy. So. That's uh, that's that there, and that's probably a similar thing for for Roger there. You know, getting sixty seven, got a, a nice line break try assist there, eight tackle breaks and two hundred twenty five meters with five kick defusals. That's you know, everything you would have hoped for with Roger, averaging fifty three point five now, and yeah, you know, a little bit of a lighter week last week. But you know, when you hear that he ended up having a compound fracture in, in one of his fingers, and you know, he still actually played, we're we're very we're very thankful for you, Roger, and and, and coming back this week with uh, with a vengeance. So. Uh, well done to the Warriors guys as well. They they had a really nice first half, and you can see uh, Reese Walsh, Walsh in absolutely everything, and probably was uh, probably missed out on a few points, and uh, unfortunately, if you if you own him, but Cody Nicarima was incredible, and I think he deserved more than sixty one points in that game. He yeah, very special. Couple of, a couple of line breaks, and pretty much almost burst through the line every time he he got the ball. So, well done if you are uh, if you're owning Cody there. Picked up a nice score, and he's got one hundred twenty two k in price rises there. So, good stuff there. Drink quarter was uh, fairly solid. He made 30 tackles, uh, a decent amount of kick meters in 176 with 111 run meters too. So you know, to pick up a try assist and a try, there's 56 points. But again, not really an option at this stage. <coughs> Murray Talungi was 55 and a couple of tries. So he's um, he's done fairly well at that cheaper price. And 
you know, to go up 31K this week. You'd be happy with that if you own him, but I don't think many people do. Robson with 53, another try this week. I think it's three games in a row, so good stuff for him. That was the biggest dummy I've ever seen to go through that one. But uh, anyway, Cohen Hess is uh, playing a lot better, I think, through the middle. He's yeah, obviously 38 tackles is good, and he should be making more run meters because he's actually running with a bit more vigor this time, which is good. Murdoch Masillo with 51, so obviously... Uh, had a couple of games in a row now with a try, which has helped his score, but not many people have him. Walshie with 51, so he, yeah, I think he could have got closer to like a 70 or something. They had that try disallowed uh, when they went through there. But for him to kick 478 metres, and what a Cody kick, but he 17. So really everything went through Walsh on that left side there and and only ended up with two tackle busts, which was yeah, a bit unfortunate if he owned him, but 51 points. You're really happy with that, and it'll be really interesting to see where he ends up with that when CHT comes back into that side. You, know, you obviously can't move Roger from where he's at. You can't. Well, I don't think you can. You shouldn't be able to. You know, with how good Roger played yesterday too, um, you're not going to move Cody. So where where does he play? Maybe he's an interchange player. So that's that was part of the, kind of the reason of of not getting him. But if you can play him the next bunch of weeks and get fifty, if you can play those next few, uh, he should be able to make 100, 150k over the ne- the next couple, and you can make the decision from there. So. Good work if you own him. Uh, Egan and Pompey with 50 each. Yeah, Pompey's done actually pretty good since he's come into the side at 492k now. And Egan with 548. Lost 4k this week with his 50, so he's definitely peaked in price. And you can you can move him on uh, you know, get, as you're getting closer to the buy rounds. Joshy Curran's an interesting one. And someone I brought in two weeks ago in the alternates team. And he's he's done well so far. He obviously had the weird sim binning and stuff last week. And... The, the mid thirty score, but this is kind of what he was aiming would have been aiming to get if he played the full eighty, and he's averaging fifty now over the first three weeks that he's played, and obviously got a, a line break assist and try assist. He was actually on very very low score. I think it was about through twenty five minutes, he was on like five or six, so uh, a much more improved second part of the game there. But someone that makes over forty tackles the majority of his you know his big minute games, he's going to score pretty well for someone that's so cheap. So he's an interesting option this week. I think at three ninety three, you probably. I think you probably missed the boat on him a little bit, just just with them playing, uh, not playing in round 13. I've still had a few people ask me in the comments on YouTube what's happening in round 13. Half the teams have a buy round. So you, you, you half your team, well, specifically half your team, um, probably won't be playing and you'll get a lower score if you aren't thinking about that buy round. So think about that if you're not. Holmes with 46, another solid game for him, 170 metres, fair bit of attacking stats with a try assist, uh, a couple of line break assists and a try save, so well done to him as well, he's made another 24k if you own him. Again, one of those guys that I think he's going to be maybe, you know, definitely in the top 10 I'd say in the wing fullbacks, but not one of the, not one of your top guys when you've got, you know, To'o and all the, uh, you know, Thompson was, those kind of guys, and then all the, all the fullbacks that are dominating, so um, not one I'd be thinking about at this stage, Holmesy. Tamalolo, good to see him back. Just not the same player at the moment. Obviously, he's had a bunch of injuries and stuff, but not the not at his rampaging best. And he's going to be a very very juicy option come like round thir- uh, round fourteen after their buy round. Um, I think he's going to be really cool. He could be. He could. We could get him at like six hundred k, which would be amazing. So keep him on the radar, guys. Obviously, when he gets uh, starts getting a few more minutes and and can get his PPM up and and a few more attacking stats with his uh, his offloads and tackle breaks there. Of course, we got there, Jensen, Benny Hampton. Is he? Does anyone else think he's gone? I swear, at the end of the game, there he he'd done his peck and just stayed on there because they didn't have any interchanges. Basically, I don't know what you guys think. And then he, he tried to tackle again and and came out of it really reeling. Really. I think I'm really worried actually that if Pap's not back, 
and Hampton is gone, then I need to make another trade for a wing fullback, which is not what we want. But yeah, let me know what you guys thought on that. I actually sent a message to General Physio. We'll wait till he gets back to me because um, he hasn't said anything yet. Maybe it was a burner. I'm not sure. But be be aware that he may not play this week, Hampton. And they've got Clifford as like 18th man too. Uh, Lisa Armour with 32 and, and only 30 minutes this time. I think it's time to move him on. He's He's been a serv- serviceable cash cow and scorer for everyone's side and very similar to Bunty Afoa. Both just not getting enough minutes to do really well when they're already both in the 400k mark. So time to move them on. Uh, Rocco Berry is an interesting one. He, he played pretty well. He did only get 31, but I actually like him as a player. I think he'll be solid. Not not an option at the moment in fantasy, but yeah, solid uh, solid player overall and, and good work for him. And, and that Kossi uh, as well, who uh, came on and, and made his debut on the wing. So what well on to him. Also, Jazz Tavanga. Wow. Isn't he one to talk about? How many people... We're, we're picking him up a few weeks ago after that massive score. And that's just there's something to think about. Obviously, you can't expect him to get 27 minutes. You'd be expecting 45 to 50. But these types of guys, when they're really stacked in that forward pack, you've got Tohu playing middle there for 80 minutes. You know, where's, Where do the minutes come from? That's, and that's going to be the question for someone like him. You know, where do they come from? When, when Egan's playing, Egan played 80 minutes as well. Is that right? Yeah, 80 minutes, and it's like, well, okay, he's not he's not spelling him at the hooker position. He needs all his minutes for the middle, and for him to get 23 and 27 minutes is, is terrible for, you know, people are picking up and wanting him to get 50-plus, unfortunately. So that's that one there. And then another one to talk about was Condon, who has made 100K, and that's because of the, the tries that he scored, but his base stats is horrendous. You know, 25 metres this game as, as a running second rower at 70 minutes. So, yeah, no good, unfortunately, for him. Another... You know, another thing to think about with those types of second rowers, you want them to be workhorses and then have a small chance of, you know, some attacking upside at, you know, at best. Um, but there you go. Warriors and Cowboys, that's the game. And wow, the Tigers finally get a win, hey? 16-8 to the Dragons. And after Dragons going, you know, winning their first four, they, they fall for the, 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 they've lost their last bunch. So um, really tough for the Dragons at this stage. And, and Josh Maguire can't win a game this season. <laughs> Poor, poor bloke. It leaves the Cowboys, they do well, and then comes the Dragons and they lose. So, all right, up top with Lukey Brooks. Brooks, Laurie, and Dewey, actually, you know, which makes sense that them winning, they'd be scoring the majority of the points there. And Brooks is an interesting one because, you know, how many of us, especially like I, I was one of the later ones to, to jump off him, but so many people were off him so early and he was averaging 50 at that time. And he's obviously had a couple of lower games, but he's someone that if the team's going well, he's going to score well also and... and Dewey's a little bit more consistent, but you know Brooks is that one that you know if he if he's going to do well, it's going to be in these types of games where he can run the ball a fair bit, make a hundred meters, kick two seventy, seven tackle breaks, twenty three tackles, just doing a bit of everything. So, what on team with eighty two? If you hold on to him strong, I think at this stage you just keep holding until the buy round, let him play that, and then go from there. Dane Laurie, another one that people have been asking me about trading out for ages, and why? <laughs> he's actually a good player. It's so easy just to, to go, oh, yeah, one low score, but they're out. Or one high score and they're in, right? What's their consistency like? He was averaging 46 before last week. Yeah, I know. I understand he scored low last week, but they just they didn't have a very good game. And and he's going to really benefit from, from games where they're not playing the, the Penrith Panthers of the world, these types of guys. I think he, as I said, he's, there's almost a chance that he's a keeper. If he can get better, he's only new to the game. If he can keep, keep getting better, at worst, he's a fourth your fourth option in the, in the wing fullback position. And right now, when when the wing fullback position is, is there's so many injuries in there and suspensions and whatever else, and he's such an important factor in anyone's side. So I wouldn't be thinking about moving him on. And he plays round 13. Like, 
Uh, don't do it. Dewey, 61. Another great, still a great option. Obviously had his uh, lower week last week, but again, we talked about that. He's in a wing fullback position. If you can have a floor of in the 30 mark, which is like what RTS and those types of guys are like, then you're going to do well on, on the upside when when you play well. And he's going to average 50 for the year. I, I don't see any reason why he why he shouldn't. So uh, what on to Dewey again? 61, still a great option. McCulloch with 58, another solid game for him. Not much we have to say. You get him in, you know what you're getting, around that 60 average on a long-term basis. So good stuff. Paul Vaughan, 53. Maguire, 51. He becomes a slight, slightly more an option now if he's going to be playing big minutes. I'm not sure if he'll continue to play 80 every week. And, you know, and obviously them not winning, so I don't know if they change that. But it really hurt Fuamano, for example, which we'll talk about in a second. Joey Leilua with 50, which is great for... Great for him. He actually played a much better game and didn't really do anything stupid, finally. So, uh, helped them win, really. But at 325k, it becomes very, very interesting. You know, with him being a 40-point average kind of player over the over the years, he'd be very scary, but very interesting for that first uh, first buy round. And if he continues, you know, he's been dropped, he comes back, is he going to switch on? I don't know. He hasn't really done it for years, so he's someone to keep in the, in the back of your mind. But, you know, with a 50, he should start making some cash now. Norman with 49, Garner 49, Laurie, yeah, 12, 47. Did get 57 minutes this week, which you're happy with, but he just doesn't get the attacking stats, does he? And you know, the goal was 60-plus minutes, looking at closer to 70, and he'd score really well, and he's just not doing it. And if you are if you own him, you just got to hold on. Like He plays around 13. He's still, he's still averaging 51, but you'd, you'd be hoping for more, unfortunately. Lucy Leilu with 47, and one of his lower games of the year, for sure. Um, you're not too stressed about about his output there. Just didn't have didn't have a lot of running meters. Only 91 and 32 tackles. So just a lower game on on that side of the ball. They obviously won the game. Um, there's a little bit less traffic on his side. He actually moved to the right this time. So I don't know if that was an issue with his scoring. But I still think he's a very solid option going forward. Averaging 55. You're under 700k now in that edge position, which you know has a few decent. Uh, dual position players like in a Tohu Crichton and stuff like that but they're I think they're better served at uh, playing in your mids at the moment with Fafita there in the edge so Leilua is still a great option uh, Zaxini with a really cool uh, debut and, and the beautiful mullet there with all these boys in the in the corner so it was pretty cool that he actually scored his first try on on their side of the field so congrats to him he um I actually think he played really well had a really good game only three tackle breaks but 150 meters a try a couple of line breaks couldn't really uh, hope for much more. And if you need some help in the centre position, it'll be interesting to see if he manages to keep that spot long-term and, and have a little look into their uh, the injuries and, and things that are happening on the Tiger side of, of the ball. But, yeah, he could be someone that 255K could be a decent placeholder and score fairly well. But, again, he's made to look a bit better when the Tigers are playing, uh, have played a better game, for example. Uh, Seyfarth had a, a few more minutes in the off the bench this time and got 39, so... Yeah, not, not much to say about him. Stefano with 37 this week and, and stops any issues with any price drops. So you're happy with that there. 1K up this week, but yeah, 35 minutes, of course. This week he uh, gets 37 when I don't play him in my team. <laughs> Always how it works, isn't it? Uh, Tommy Talao with 36, so uh, a decent game with a try for him. Sorry. Um, at 264K, he's almost a basement price now and... Obviously, that 36 isn't as fun, but again, with Leilua, someone to think about come the uh, come the first buy round. But if that's the case, you, you I think if you bring him in there, you're holding him for the rest of the year. There's no point trading him out. So 
you'd be having him as a red dot come round 17 and you'd not be looking to play him each week. So unless the Tigers get in a bit of a roll, I, I don't see him going up in price very much. Uh, one that's probably a slightly interesting option now with a few of the injuries to uh, the guys in the Dragon side with Lomax, etc., is, is Max Fagai. And at 33 with just base, you know, three tackle breaks, 170 metres, seven tackles for no misses. You're really happy with his output. Uh, and he could be an option, again, in the centre position. So if he manages to stay on the wing, which is not sure if he ends up playing in the centres for Lomax, if he's out for sort of four to six weeks or something like that. But something to think about with Max is is that price really that 259 if he can actually continue to score around that 30 mark in sort of base and then add some attacking stats here and there i think he could be a really cool option to average maybe mid 35s yeah mid 30s there um and make 100 150k that you could move on you know after the buy rounds and he plays around 13 as well so something to think about there over the next few weeks if he continues to get that spot and you know, seeing how the injuries shake out with Ramsey, Lomax, um, Willie Army's out as well, things like that. So interesting there for, for Maxi. Simkin with 32 in, in his 56 minutes. So obviously the Tigers were attacking a little bit more and, and this meant that there wasn't as much work for him. He did, he did run for 60 metres, which we're really happy with, but a couple of missed tackles and, a, and an error there wasn't perfect for him. How bad was that forward pass he made? I was just like, Ugh. how hard is it to throw the ball back at a dummy half? But anyway... Uh, Simkin with 32. 38k made, and that's going to slow him down a little bit with that 32. If he can get back to around a 40, 42 average like he has been, then he'll he'll continue to make money another 100 or so k before bottoming out. But yeah, a little bit annoying, and especially I played him as well at 32. Alvaro with 30, I think you know, he's definitely peaked in price at 468, and he'll have to bump up closer to that 40 average again to to hold price, but I still think he's a hold at least until, you know, after round 13 there. So I wouldn't be stressed with him or Stefano at this stage. Uh, not far with 29, again, just losing a lot of money. Even in the game where they won, he didn't have to do too much. Did have a nice try assist with a bat back, but he's kind of scary to bring in at this point, even even close to round 13. And, you know, if I, I feel like for him, if he shows a little bit of promise coming into that round 13, then you can pick him up at around that 450, 500k mark. And there's a chance that he moves on and becomes a keeper. Maybe he's like your fourth option if you are, if you have some injuries and stuff like that. So something to think about. Jack Bird as well, 29 in his 80 minutes. So nothing special. He did get a try since the start of the game, but you know, four missed tackles and two errors and two penalties as well is going to kill you. But if that's your floor as a center, you're not, you're not too stressed. You didn't really have a good game. Of course, we got there, Kerr, Ramsey. Yeah, we spoke about Ramsey. should be out for a little bit, it looks like, but we'll find out more in the next few days. Benny Hunt with 18 in the end, so dropped down from the 22, but had 11 missed tackles, so not sure if he looked exactly right. He did have an, one nice run there where he, he stepped off his he stepped off his left and, and, and looked pretty strong still after his, um, after his injury, but for him, you're, you're looking, if you're looking to pick him up, you want him to drop plenty cash over the next few weeks and maybe pick him up just before the buy rounds because he was incredible at the start of the year. You know, he's got a 50 and a half average even with that 18 and he's only played a couple of games. So you also get four games. Yeah, he had three games for um, 180 points. So 184. So amazing work before that and, and he could be someone to, to target coming up soon. Dufty, let's talk about that. And what, what, was, this, what was the theory there with, with Matty? I don't know why. Like I thought this was a game that he was going to get very involved and... I partly feel like they don't actually, they didn't actually go to him. Also, the fact that maybe he didn't 
reach out for the ball and, and call his name up and, and actually try and do something. I don't know. What do you guys think, as, especially some Dragons fans? I just don't think he got involved at all. And, and maybe they weren't looking for him, but I think that was stupid because especially when Lomax goes down, you don't have him as a weapon in the air, for example, and Dufty's your man. When they're winning, he's, scoring, he's playing really well. So that's another 40k down. And I don't even know if you can hold him anymore. Not that many people would be holding him, but I still get a few questions on him. Yeah, full on. Um, we'll speak about Lomax there, and he's got to he's got to be a sell. If he's a four to six weeks, which is what they're thinking, they're not sure if it was a complete break of the thumb, but it could have been a, a really good dis- dislocation they reckon of the thumb and, and some good damage in there. So which uh, an oral physio thinks that it's very similar uh, four to six weeks period, and I think that's probably too much because if it's four weeks now, you have nine, ten, eleven, twelve, four weeks if you're lucky, you get him back for around thirteen, but if it's five weeks you know you miss you miss the important buy and then he has a buy in round 17 it's kind of just you just have, kind of have to sell him um and and our last one there is is fooey and and only 36 minutes for for 16 points just didn't do anything really 36 36 minutes and you make nine tackles is not good enough but for now he's, he's dropped 21k this week which yeah it's pretty annoying and we had to play him in the people squad which which killed us a fair bit but yeah, moving to the bench and, and Maguire starting and playing big minutes, I feel like Fui now, 36 minutes is kind of what he's going to get. Very similar to what Alvaro and those types of guys are getting. So if you got Fui, I think it's probably time to move him on before he loses any more cash. You know, 33 average now. Anything, any scores below that, and he's going to continue to lose cash for you. Yes, he plays around 13, but I think his role has changed now, whereas Alvaro and Stefano, their roles haven't changed. And they should be able to score in the 30s pretty regularly, but I think Fui's going to have a few of these games in him now. Uh, so he's probably a trade-out in our people's squad, but also in your squad there. So there you go, guys. That's the, uh, that's the two games. Let me know what uh, some of the lessons you learned from this week were. Let me know how your team went in the, uh, in the comments there and, and on, the, on the Discord group. Please hit that link in the description. We have that there. Uh, but as I said, guys, hope you enjoyed that. We'll catch you in the next ones. We'll analyze my team, the people's squad, and give you all the help with the team listing stature for the rest of the week. So see you guys. Have a good one. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.